You're listening to the Screaming Pods Network. This episode of Good Times Great Movies is sponsored by Christian Montez. And Christian, I believe I'm saying the last name right. Uh, Christian sponsored at a pretty high level, which means that he is able to get gifts from myself and Jamie. And he is also able to choose a movie for us to cover every year so long as he remains a patron at that level. So we thank him so much, or thank you because you're listening right now, for your donation. I guess the only thing to say is really just thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And if you threw a party and invited everyone you knew, you would see the biggest gift would be from me and Jamie. And the card attached would say, thank you for being a friend. If you want to be as cool as Christian, go over to patreon.com slash good times, great movies. Check out what we have there. We have a new episode coming up October 1st for patrons only, and it's a great one. Okay, let's get on with the show. A movie that's equivalent to Stephen King basically flipping off the viewer for an hour and a half. Jamie, yeah. let's go watch Maximum Overdrive. Welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies. We're an 80s movie podcast, and every two weeks we pick a movie from the 80s that has some sort of relevance to now, and we talk about that movie. My name's Doug McCambridge. I'm one of the two hosts, and with me as always is Jamie Lorello. Hello. I guess crouched behind, <laughs> behind the dash of a truck. <laughs> no, and not. Why it. is it only trucks? Why is it only trucks? <laughs> Because trucks are run by machines. I like at the end they get on a boat, and I thought the boat. What are you talking about, Jamie? They know. The couple drives a car around. I'm like, why are these cars killing everybody? No, just. And why isn't that boat at the end? I know that's what, when they hop on the boat. I'm like, wait, don't doesn't the boat have like a navigation system that's run by some sort of? The sprinklers. Oh are yeah. Controlled by yeah lawnmowers. <laughs> Walkmans. Yes. Oh. Nothing about this makes sense. No, it's no. Anyway, we're talking about a movie called Maximum Overdrive yeah. from 1986, the one and only movie directed by Stephen King mm-hmm. because it's his birthday today. Happy if birthday! If you're listening to this on the day that, <laughs> yeah, happy birthday, Stephen King. I'm sure you're listening. Right <laughs> we, we get a little um, kind of flash in our in our opening. That tells us about this comet that's coming to this state. Well, to all of, I guess, the world. But we are in a flash, a news flash, I wanted to call it. I mean, I was very perplexed. Like I said, I had seen this movie when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I remembered trucks. I remembered Emilio Estevez. I remembered explosions. Yeah, there's all those. blood. Yeah. And when I hit play on this... And we were in space. I went, I think this is the wrong movie. Wrong movie. I don't think this is You're just is in it. space to let you know about the comet. Because the blood and the Emilio and the trucks, <laughs> all of it is caused by the tail of this comet. And the effects of which are 
we're seeing unfold in the small town of Wilmington, North Carolina. Or so we think until mm. that amazing twist at the oh, end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not a comment at all. Kept me wanting to look for Maximum Overdrive 2, which was never made. Um, oh, you wanted the comment to pass again? I wanted to see what happens with the aliens. Do they come and the down? And yeah. like, that was a perfect diversion the first time. Let's try this again. What do you you want the next one to open like on the alien homeworld and they're like, damn it, how do we take them? What do we do now without them knowing? Well, besides the trucks, though, in the beginning, there's like the we we get to see Stephen King go to like an ATM machine, right? He gets a little cameo in there. I kind of enjoyed that. I kind of loved that part. I I I loved it almost until I saw uh, the baseball scene where the baseball Mm -hmm. coach gets. Knocked out. Right. We'll talk about it. <laughs> Knocked out by the soda cans. But anyway, those are, that's an intense soda machine, by the way. Gets, I think he gets more than knocked oh, out no. by that. He's killed. <laughs> His head is killed. And there's in. other. There's other. There's just dead baseball, softball players all over the field that have been killed by a insane soda machine. But before we get there, we, we see, um, uh, like we said, a cameo from Stephen King. He goes to the, the bank and there's like the electronic banner that's running yes. by the bank. And it says something like about, like, it, I think it says like, fuck you or something like yes. that on the banner. Mm-hmm. And then when King goes to the ATM, I think it tells him that he's an asshole. <laughs> yes, right? He turns around to his wife. Honey bud. Like, hey, this machine just called me an asshole. Yeah. And so we get a feeling that some there's some glitches, right, R- happening. Right. The machines yeah. might not be working properly. Right. Right. But we get a hunch for that. And after that, the most of the movie takes place in this little truck stop. Um, okay. Although I thought you were get... going to say most of the movie takes place in an ACDC recording Oh, studio. well, there's that. Oh, yeah, the music God. is done by ACDC, which I guess I get because it's trucks. Well, you know, Jamie, they have a lightning bolt between the AC and DC, mm. so it's all about electronics, I guess. You're right. All I right. don't know. Okay. I did read a fun fact that Stephen King asked them to be in this movie, and they went, nah, we're good. Don't worry about there's it. A, there's a truck. There's an ACDC truck. There in the... is. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, that's right. Before we get to the uh, – I'm jumping too far ahead because before we get to the truck stop where most of the movie sure. takes place, we have to see some of the other mishaps that are happening I in the world. I kind of super love the bridge thing. Oh. Like, when the bridge thing happened, I went, okay, I'm kind of digging this now. We were we were in space five minutes ago. I was thrown off, but I love it. But now all of a sudden there's real pandemonium happening. So the mm-hmm. in this town, um, the the because, you know, the technology is kind of going awry, the bridge, what do you call that? Just a... a Drawbridge, right? Yeah. Um, when like it's an old castle, <laughs> like in front of. I it. guess it's called a drawbridge. It is, isn't it? I can't even. Yeah, I guess so. I can't even think of the. If it's not called a drawbridge, they should call them drawbridges, right? <laughs> it's a bridge that. It's a bridge that goes up, so large boats right, can so go the boat, through, and yes. it goes down. But the <laughs> right. drivers on the road needed to be down so that they could safely cross the bridge. Yes. But when the comet passes. All hell breaks loose. And it happens very slowly. It right? is the <laughs> slowest action scene I've ever seen. Did you see that woman fly through the windshield <laughs> yes. of her car? Yes. 
Her car literally rolled about five feet, hit another car, and she <laughs> flew <laughs> as though she were going 90 miles an hour through the windshield of this car. What about the guy on the motorcycle that kind of holds on and then falls off the edge of the bridge and I, I, then falls about into two the water? cars fall off the bridge, and it is the slowest of action sequences. Yeah. yeah. Everybody could have easily gotten out of their car. Leisurely yeah. strolled away from the sun. Well, they could have kind of slid down a little bit. It would have been sort of a steep little walk out, you know, sure. down the bridge. But instead, they all kind of slowly <laughs> drip down. And then, like you said, there's certain parts like the woman falling and then like watermelon. There's a watermelon truck. So there's watermelon there's everywhere. So many watermelons. And these watermelons, the camera hangs on them as though they are instruments of death yeah. that could kill people. <laughs> well, people I think the watermelon, a bunch of them like roll into a windshield yeah. and cave it in <laughs> and people are getting hit by watermelon and it must be the most painful thing ever. Deadly watermelon. They're so juicy and refreshing but not when they're coming right at you while you're on the bridge. It's a, it's a hot mess and, and uh, this is just the beginning of what's to right. come and i'm i'm with you when this was happening i was like all right okay some action mm-hmm. i can take it there is like there's a is it yet that we have a any real bloody mostly it's people falling we don't see a whole lot of no blood we just don't see yet. a whole lot of blood mm-hmm. in this movie now i watched this on amazon prime i don't know how you watched it um on my but, tv okay <laughs> anyway i believe I watched an edited cut of this movie. Maybe not as bloody. And we will get to some scenes that I distinctly remember seeing. Mm -hmm. Probably just online because I don't think I saw them originally. I think it was cut originally. Um, But there was a couple scenes later on. The baseball game was one. Mm -hmm. And the Walkman was another one where it cut. And I know that there was more to those scenes. Well, I'm happy to indulge you if I have it written down here in my notebook. Yes. Please do. Yeah, I will. Once we leave this mess, um, this this drawbridge mess, now we get to basically our area, this truck stop. Right. What's it called? Is it called? It's called the Dixie Boy. Oh, that's right. The Dixie <laughs> <laughs> And again, having read, and I, I talked about this in our Silver Bullet episode, P.S. Patrons only mm-hmm. go to Patreon because you do not want to miss our That's Silver so Bullet good. episode. I'm not saying that just to trick you in there. If you want to donate $5 to listen to it and then stop pledging, first of all, don't do that. That's a dick move. <laughs> but it is well worth checking out yeah. because that movie is crazy in a way that this one is not. But in that episode, I mentioned that I read a lot of Stephen King as a kid. Mm-hmm. And so I recognized things in Silver Bullet that he must have written and, you know, oh, just right. lines and stuff. Like, he would name a gas station the Dixie Boy. Like, that – he's the only author to ever live that would name a gas station the Dixie, the Dixie Boy. Boy. But that's just something he would do. That's what he did. It's a terribly stupid It's where thing. they're at. And up into the Dixie Boy, we see that it's, it's a gas station, but it really is a, a truck stop. Because right. lots of trucks are coming in, um, including one uh, toy truck that has a weird clown. On. Well, it's not a clown. Oh, sorry. That's from, I don't know anything about um, comic books, but that's the Green Goblin, like a villain from oh. Spider-Man. Oh, so it's not a clown. 
which I guess he's the mascot of this toy company. I guess. Because later we see him pop out of a jack-in-the-box. Yeah, inside the toy, inside the truck, yeah. The happy toys. Yeah, and this truck with a face on the front is the villain of the Yeah, movie. he is. He even, like, kind of growls. Like, I guess if a he truck growls. growls. The eyes light yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. At one point, that gun does growl. Like, it literally, I had the closed captions. I had the subtitles on. Oh, 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 I love that. And at that. one point, it just said growls oh. when the gun made a noise. I actually meant to take a picture when I was watching The it. machines are angry. So, mm-hmm, yeah. and, and right now, they're not. Right now, we're just getting to see and introduce ourselves to them. And um, there's Emilio Estevez. Is, yes. uh, he's like a cook cook. Kind of, because it's short order cook. Yeah, short he's order cook. He's a short order cook. Yeah, because right? he's Emilio Estevez. And everybody else in this movie. Why do they pair him with actresses who tower over? Because him? most most probably do. He's not a big guy. I know. I know. I know. They could have. I don't know. This woman, I really didn't pay attention to who she was. I I didn't write her name down or anything, but. She was pretty tall. They could put a Rosie Perez in here. Wouldn't you have loved to see oh, Rosie Perez so in this movie? Oh, so much better. Would have changed up the pacing. Of, so much this better. Woman that She's was probably in it. shorter than Emilio Estevez. Yeah, yeah. Is that why you picked her? Because of her stature? Yes. Oh, definitely. I would have picked her because uh, of her she sass. Would, she would oh, have been phenomenal. No, she would have brought so much more yes. to that role and to this movie. Yeah, because this the woman that did it. Oh. Well, I have a lot of problems with, with who they pair him up with. To crawl through the sewers. Like, that guy was the worst <laughs> part of this movie. Chad or Chet? Like, or, I don't remember. I don't know. He's cracking wise at every turn, <laughs> making jokes, and none of them are funny. No. And, like, I was like, what about the black guy that drove the Green Goblin? Yeah! Like, he could have came in. Yeah. He was I great agree. in this movie. And at times, I looked around the diner and I went, I don't think he was here during that day of shooting. I agree. I know. I know. Yeah, and the whole walk through the sewers i was like what are we doing why why are we walking through the sewer to go get this creepy bible salesman that everybody wants this is, to movie die anyway? is it's just people hanging around this movie is just them hanging out hanging out and wandering around there is for an action movie there's little to no action for long stretches. Well, there's some action for Emilio Estevez we'll, when we get into. Oh, well, that <laughs> relationship, uh, <laughs> let's just say, is not going to survive beyond these couple oh, days, I don't think. I don't know. Beyond this week, I don't. they don't have anything in common. Maybe they're both criminals. I don't know. Did you love it when they showed her for the first time and she's in the car with that Bible salesman and they are dressed alike? They're wearing the same What is clothes. her outfit when she gets in the car? I wrote that she's like a Debbie Gibson, like, because she's got the weird Debbie Gibson hat and a vest and he's a, touching it's her. It's not even a vest. It's like a blazer. They're yeah. both just wearing blazers yeah. and button-down shirts. Like, they're traveling car. with the Bibles together, but then you get the sense that she doesn't know him. And <laughs> I thought it was like a paper moon situation. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of love that Bible salesman too. Oh, okay. I wanted him around the entire movie because at least he was doing something. Yeah, and he was impassioned. He was he mm-hmm. he had a he had a zeal, a zest. I think you mentioned this that the gas station is a, it's well it's a truck stop. It's a gas station. It's a diner. It's a it's got some sleeping right. quarters, some showering quarters, and it also has an yes. arcade. <laughs> and 
an arcade with a cigarette machine. And yeah. there's a there's a dude in there and um, playing the arcade, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden the arcade starts to go really crazy, right? Cigarettes machine starts to spill out a bunch of cigarettes, which gets the guy inside there all excited. He's like stuffing <laughs> He's his shirt, stuffing him in every pocket he can. Yeah, and. At this point in the movie, I went, oh, cool. We're flashing to some arcade. And later on, mm-hmm. when they opened the door, I went, this arcade is here? Yeah, yeah. No. I had no idea it was the same building. It's inside. Again, we don't really leave the building. We get to see a little no. bit of the town with the softball team yeah. and that kid. Just but sit back, folks, because you're here for you're the in duration. It. Right. And everyone that's here just stays here, because where are they going to go? Mm-hmm. So besides Emilio working at this gas station, there are two other gas station attendants, one of which... Um, is having some trouble gassing up one of the trucks oh my and God. makes a sorrowful mistake. I don't know why you would ever do this. Why would you ever look into the, like, I guess you call it the barrel of a gas pump? Yeah. It's like something Daffy Duck would yes. do in Looney Tunes and it would shoot the bill around his yeah. head. It was the dumbest thing. I went, even when he first did it, I went, don't look in there. What are you don't doing? Don't look in there. I'm and I had to look it up, and you wouldn't be blinded by gas. It really wouldn't do the damage that it did to well, this guy's boy, oh boy. face. He's in a bad way. He mm-hmm. gets kind of sprayed in the eye with the gas. And why does all the gas look like oil in this movie? Oh, because it's diesel. It's not clear. I think it's, it's all gross. Is diesel gross? Is it diesel? I don't know. I almost didn't ask the question because I thought maybe that's the way diesel gas looks, and I just don't know the difference, but... I know. Right in, everybody. Let me know. Yeah. What does diesel gas look like? Why don't you just go to the gas station and look right into the pump when you... (laughs) (laughs) And just kind of hold the trigger down a little bit. Just just so you can see some color. Right. Exactly. Just to get some color in there. And when the people at Wawa are like, what are you doing? You could be like, I just watched Maximum Overdrive for the first time and over since I was a child. Just yeah, I gotta it. see what gas yeah. looks like, and I want to see how dangerous it can really be. <laughs> um, we find out that this um, this the, who is the boss man here? There is a boss man. He's very aggressive and angry and kind of a jerk. He's an actor. Oh, well, obviously, but he's 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 there's an actor that plays Listen, this role. We're being very again, vague. just a little preview <laughs> yeah. of Silver Bullet. There was a man in that movie that they gave. Quite an impassioned speech to who was not an actor at all. So I don't think we can ever be sure who's an actor and who isn't in these Stephen King movies. All right. Fair enough. No, but he's – um. oh, man. I didn't write anybody's name down here, and I really should have. You were you were just bored by this movie, I could tell. You were, I was super yeah. bored. Because you ha- you were you were living off the, the excitement of the werewolf and, I, yes. and the cripple and – <laughs> you... And it doesn't happen a lot where we where we revisit movies and I'm really bummed out. Mm. But like I had this was a this was my Saturday night. Like I was ready for this. You're like, here we go. Carved yeah. a nice block out in the night when nobody was around and I watched this and I was so bored. Oh. Well, I wasn't bored yet. I have to say, as we're getting oh, introduced. Neither was I. I think um Probably post baseball. Yes, game. It, it was after the baseball game yeah. that it went downhill for me too. I do agree. I do agree. But yes. because soon, oh, we so we find out that this most of the employees here 
are on some kind of parole. They're all, including Emilio Estevez. Right. He was in. I think the reveal is great because the boss hands him his time card and he's like, "You see this little star at the top here? Yeah. And it's the little stars that like my a kids sticker, get on yeah. papers, like, from elementary school. Yeah. And he's like, "This means you're an ex-con, and I can do whatever you, I want. Yeah. You work for nine hours, and I pay you for eight. And then when he puts it back in the little time card holder, he sees that they all have stickers. Yeah. Some of them have several. Some of them have several. <laughs> yeah, one has like two or three yeah. on there. Yeah, and he realizes, oh, okay, and figures of this boss. Yes. And he is. Throughout the movie, this guy's just a jerk. Oh, the boss the is boss. such a creep. Yeah. But, um, He's like a comic villain, almost yeah. to the fact where you're like, nobody would act like this in real life. Well, again, he's got, um, they're not cannons. What are they? If they're smaller than cannons. The, the, the rocket launchers rocket launchers, whatever yeah. he's got. And he's got all these weapons in his basement or in, in the storage area of the place. While Emilio's getting kind of reamed out, someone's doing the short order cooking for him. And it's the waitress who's trying yeah. to get the eggs and stuff together. And is this the sa- is there one waitress yeah, in this? Yeah. So she is the same waitress who yells at the trucks is I the one who so. cut her hand. I think so. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think it's all the same one. And she is so upset when that terrible creep boss dies. She is so oh, when he dies. devastated by this monster's death. Her reactions are I don't know if she worked much after this. She might have. I hope she did. I really but hope she's, she did. She, her, um, I mean, I hope it was all in theater because she is projecting to the back row. Her performance is in maximum overdrive for sure. Yes. Uh, I think, is she the one that says maximum? Who says the titular line? Oh, Somebody does. Who does and say I the titular line? I didn't even. We'll get there if it's in your notes. I don't know that it is. I think it might be the hitchhiker. I think it's that woman. Oh, it was, I think it was her. But I don't okay. think I made a note of it. Anyway, what I did make... It should have just been the waitress running around yelling... Maximum, maximum overdrive, for, yeah. No, for she... like 20 minutes. I would have watched that. <laughs> I would watch all of her. So she um, she's cooking, and there is an electric knife. Have you ever used one of these electric knives? I guess they're good for carving. I've never used one. I wouldn't Yeah, know. which seems weird. Like, this place doesn't seem like you would <laughs> serve a whole turkey and have to, like, carve the... Legs off. And, I don't know and what she had. It. She was like making eggs on the skillet or whatever. But she, the electric knife starts to go off on its own because, again, the mm-hmm. comet. And first it cuts her in the arm and yep. then it goes on the floor and it cuts her leg. It probably, it jumps around as yeah. though a ghost is yeah. holding this. It's, a, it's being possessed, essentially. She screams in terror because her arm's been cut. There's blood everywhere. Oh. And the, some of the customers kind of make fun of her about it. First, they like, do, that. Yeah. and she's bleeding profusely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, her entire hand is covered in blood. Mm-hmm. And it's running down her arm. And they're just... Laughing. Kind of making a joke out of it, right? The soundtrack, the crazy, scary music starts up. Like the, dee, 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 what's happening? And then um, Estevez comes in and they it's it's going off again on its own on the floor. And so he basically kills it. Like he smashes <laughs> it and kills it. And they're like, what? What is making it do that? I don't know. It, it is one of those times. There are times in this movie where things are not scary at all. And, I mean, we just saw this knife attack this woman. Yeah. But Estevez's reaction is as though this thing has murdered 12 people. Yeah. Like, he beats the crap out of it. 
Like it was, yeah. He's just, yeah. Takes all his anger on the boss man out on this, this electric knife. But now, P.S. We're back to the game room where it's not just cigarettes that are being spilled mm-hmm. out. Now there's like secret arcade game that yeah. kind of mesmerizes. It the is dude like in a there. secret arcade yeah. game because. The images that come up on this screen are kind of like, do you remember in Ghostbusters when he's doing the, the psychic test with those two students and yeah. he's holding up a card and one has like a star and one has wavy lines yeah, and yeah. one has a square? Like those are the images popping up on uh-huh. the screen. And then it just blow. it just electrocutes this yeah. poor dude. Yeah, And he's, he's dead. He's gone. I kind of wanted to see him laying in the corner. And, like, the cigarettes that he had stolen were kind of on fire. Oh, yeah. They were all, like, lit up. <laughs> right. Well, the, the the room is all kind of lit up and looks crazy. And Estevez oh. walks in there and sees yeah. this, like, what is happening? This knife is attacking this woman. The arcade room is kind of gone off the wall. Shit's happening. And, again, at this moment, I'm still kind of in. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, what is this crazy me too. Movie about wacky electronics all about. And then we get to this baseball field. It just gets, it goes from good to great. Yeah. Before it just crashes. Just going down, down, down. But we're still in the good. So where there's mm-hmm. a little league team and looks like they've ended their game, perhaps a win. And the coach is going to go buy them all soda from the soda machine. <laughs> womp, sure. womp. There's a bit of a problem with the soda machine. He's a little frustrated. Again, just like the man who looks inside the gas nozzle, he's looking inside the uh, the soda machine, and I'm thinking, this isn't going to be good. And it's not. No. Wait a minute. Now, I guess the soda machine works on, yeah, because you have to plug it in. But it's not like a machine, like I think of, like. The force doesn't make any sense yeah. because you know how sodas fall out of machines. They fall top Don't, to bottom. Right, right. I don't know how you get it to fl- to projectile out from the front. What makes you think that they could? Like, again, this is maximum overdrive. I understand. Everything is working to the yeah. max. I get it. Yeah, including the soda machine. So these soda cans come, like, incredibly forcefully. Mm-hmm. Out of this soda machine, and it like dents the coach's head, and as the and knocks him on down, and as the kids are coming to like check it out, some of them are getting whacked by the <laughs> to attack the children. Yeah, and if that's not bad enough, there's like the machine that it's there's a steamroller. That's a steamroller steam mm-hmm. <laughs> like breaks through the fence, rolls of this and runs field. down a kid. It's running down kids as they try to yeah, escape a yeah. soda machine. It's it's a big hot mess. And there is one particular baseball player which lingers with us, which we get mm-hmm. to know him a little more. Yes. Um, but this team, it's tragedy. And this... Now, this is a part that was cut out. Oh. Because when the steamroller runs over the one kid and you see him, like, mush into the ground... Yeah, flattening. There are versions of this movie where he explodes. Like, blood flies out. But that was not on the version. And then it's on the steamroller, and so the steamroller, like, stamps blood on the ground as it keeps rolling. Yeah. Gory. But that was not in the version I saw. I think the one on Amazon Prime is an edited version. All right. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. 
for your virgin eyes, of course. And, and if people are wondering, because we do have at least one listener, she always tells me she hates October because she doesn't want to watch the movies we do, but she she listens to them. Aww. I do want to say, you can watch this. This is not a scary movie. No, it's not. It's not scary, and it's not even overly violent, Mm-mm. and it's not tense. And <laughs> when the violence like... happens, it's like, it, it's not even like, ooh. Yeah, I mean... Also, I want to say, don't watch this movie. (laughs) You don't want to watch it. You're not missing anything. But also, don't avoid it because you think it's scary. Right. Because it's not. And I I do just want to say that after this whole soda can thing happens Mm -hmm. and steamrollers running kids over... They do show a wider shot of this field, and you're right. There are several dead yeah, children. Yeah, they're just laying on the Just laying all down. Over the field. They yeah. got killed by soda I cans. guess it's, again, a very aggressive soda can, right to the wrong area, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the next characters we meet are, I don't even know her name. I call her the dark-haired Debbie Gibson at first, the hitchhiker. Sure. Um, yes. And then her her let's call her the love interest. The love Emilio's interest. Emilio's love perfect, interest. Yeah, perfect. Um, and I thought she was the lady from Law and Order because you know I love to say, but she's not. The only like other. What do you wait? What do you mean the late? They go through ladies on Law and Order I, from time to time. No, I thought there was the two. Isn't Law and Order the one with the two? Well, there's Law and Order. Then there's Law and Order SVU. I think I'm talking about SVU. Mariska Hargitay. Yeah. Is yeah. that who you're thinking? Yeah, of? I thought oh, this was okay. like a young her, and I was like, she's really bad actress in this. She got a lot better. <laughs> she got a lot better. <laughs> you do 500 episodes yeah. of Law and Order, and you know, you really polish those acting but, shots. But it's not her. It's not her. This actress no. was actually in uh, her like biggest role after this. I guess was in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Okay. And she does do a good job in that, but not so much in this. Anyway, she is with this Bible salesman, and he's very creepy and trying to touch her. And they're driving this – he's driving his little fancy Cadillac, and she's hearing on the news something. They're having bad time, a hard time um, getting any radio stations. Yeah, it tells cars it's like stay off mm-hmm, the highways. Mm-hmm. Just like get onto back roads right. or get – out of your car, stay off of highways. And, and of course, later we see why, but she really buys into this. Yeah. Well, it's all she um, can hear. So not she, so much him. Plus, I think she just wants his hand off her leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's kind of done with this. Yeah, he's creepy. Interaction. Yeah. She makes him pull over, and of course, it's at the gas station, this truck stop. And um, they're almost run over by, when they pull in, they're almost run over by that toy truck. That's just driving out on its own, right? Yes. Um, that's their arrival. We also meet the other two characters, the married couple, Lisa Simpson, oh, and her goofy husband. It's the woman that does Curtis. the voice of Lisa. His name Curtis. Is Curtis. It's the woman that does the voice of Lisa Simpson. She's just very loud in this movie. I guess she, she screams a lot for Curtis. Yeah. She um, looks ridiculous. Yeah, she wears too. a weird like, headband thing. Yeah. yeah. At first, I was like, well, is she wearing her wedding dress at the beginning? Like, it almost looks as though they just left the They're, chapel or yeah. wherever they got married. Her look is ridiculous. Yeah. They are ridiculous. I don't understand it. No. I don't understand these characters. 
Mm-mm. I don't understand. They don't even really seem to like each other. I, no. It is. It's bizarre. Yeah. Well, they they make some comments like they're driving in the car. They've just been married. He makes some comment about watching her go pee and like oh later yeah. she's like let's yeah. pull over because I got to pee and he's like can I walk yeah you're like oh what? no you married this guy yeah right <laughs> and then like later when like shit's going down and they're all just like I don't think there's electricity and they're in the truck stop and everyone's just like what do we do they're like giggling and making out it's so weird i think we were supposed to really love this character of curtis and i hated yeah, him more than he was, almost anyone else in this movie he was kind of a dud i agree he, they pull up to one gas station is it a, it's a different gas station they first it's a pull up a different station cuz they find a dead guy yeah and this is when a truck tries to kill them i wish but it fails. did we all wish it would have that would have been um, great and again most of her lines are screaming curtis mm-hmm. curtis which she does again the when this this truck tries to run them over it's one of those things where they think they got it and then they get in the car right before they get in the car it starts up it's, again yeah yes yeah. and but it they chases them they do get away and now they get to the uh, the truck stop and they decide, are the trucks now doing circles, right? Not quite yet. Okay. Um, because because this is where Emilio comes out to sort of save this hitchhiker. Oh. Brown-haired Debbie Gibson. That's right. From this creepy Bible salesman and stuff. And right. They start, flirt, they start flirting immediately. Oh, yeah. She's like, you're cute. And everybody keeps calling him Hero. As though that's his nickname. Well, because he helped her with the electronic knife. I don't know. She he does. I I guess so. He's tiny he, and sweaty, and he has a lot of blood on his white shirt. Yeah, he does. Yes. <laughs> but now I was getting a little bored at this time. Yeah. But now we go back to this kid when he's riding oh, yeah. his bike down the street the neighborhood. Oh my god. Can I tell you my favorite very quick shot is the shot of a dog with a toy car in his mouth? Yes, and so I guess a remote control car murdered a dog. We see as he's driving through town, we see all this evidence of the uh, electronics (laughs) killing people, right? Some of it I don't understand. Like one woman has kind of fallen out her bedroom window. It looks like from a hair dryer. I'm not sure. And they make it um, seem like it's such a big deal because they show it from two different yes. angles, like from inside the house <laughs> and his point of view. And I'm looking at it going, what, what exactly happened What here? happened sure here? I'm yeah, exactly. I'm assuming at. it was, and I couldn't tell if it was a man or a woman, a uh, pizza delivery man heard some woman is, maybe she was clipping her bushes. She's under her, her hedges. <laughs> yeah. There's something happened with a bunch of 40s and a hammock and some headphones that look like it was That's quite disturbing. That's another scene because it's panning the ground and you see a Walkman and then it follows the wire. But you don't see what happened. But I just distinctly remember there being a body where the head has exploded. Oh. Somehow from Walkman. I didn't see an exploded head. Right. Okay. So you watched the edited version. I too. must okay. have. I mean, I did see some bloody stuff, but I didn't see an exploded sure. head. I saw the bloody lawnmower, which starts to chase him. And yes, the yes. dog with the toy car in his mouth. <laughs> I, I was like, what? Because it's like jammed in his mouth and there's blood. And this kid's just riding through. He's not yeah, trying he's to help like, anybody. Well, this is yeah, he's just this like, is strange. what? My favorite part is when he's riding down the street and the sprinklers go on yeah. behind him. But when he turns around, they turn off. Yeah. <laughs> As though they don't want to be found out. Yeah. Like, shh. Then, of course, there is an ice cream truck. 
um, right. that is being kind of self-propelled. Lawnmower. Mm, oh, and way too many facts about this movie. During the lawnmower bit, it hit a piece of wood, and it blinded the director of photography. Oh, in one eye in for that. life, and then. Yes. Wow. And he sued Stephen King for $18 million. Wow. And King settled out of court. All right. All right. That's... I could imagine them being like, oh, you know what? We don't need to have the blades or anything. I mean, you know, it's chasing a kid. We could just maybe dump the noise in later or yeah, just yeah. have it running, but we don't need the blades. And I could just see Stephen King being like, no, let's, no, we got to have the blades. It'd be so great. Yeah, yeah. And I'm it, like... And then injury. It's a first-time director. I can only imagine how irresponsibly yeah. directed this movie was. And didn't you say once before that was this? Was he all coked out when he did this? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. In interviews, he says there are large portions of this movie that he, that he doesn't, just remember. doesn't remember. Yeah. And also, I read an interview where he was like, "I literally would show up on set and not know what to do that day." He's, He's like, been like, I didn't uh... know. "He's like, I didn't know how to direct." I was so coked oh. up. Like, I didn't even know what to tell people to do. That's why he worked so closely with the trucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Motivating the one. You're really going to push Emilio. You wanna, you're want you angry mm-hmm. with him, so you're going to push him. Okay. Listen, if I know Emilio, you just sit back and let him go. You do? He's going to carry it. Oh, we it. should talk about this ice cream truck that chases the kid around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, it comes back around, right? Yeah, well, oh, God. Even when that happened, I went, are we supposed to, like, feel some sort of closure now that the ice cream truck mm. is finally defeated? Like, bump a dump up Because ice cream trucks, the music, the everything, it just, there's an air of creepy to an ice cream truck, right? Especially one that's yes. driven by no one. And it really doesn't, it doesn't come to any, like, it just chases him momentarily. Yeah. And he hides, and then a lawnmower chases him, and he yeah. rides away on his bike. Mm-hmm. The end. <laughs> yeah. And then then we find out that he is the son of a blinded gas station guy. guy that's, right. Yeah, the guy who sprayed gas in his eyes. Yeah. His son is the kid. Deke. Who, Deke? Deacon? Oh, I don't even know. I think. The kid? Yeah. Oh, who knows? But the kid from the baseball game, the kid we're following around mm-hmm. this neighborhood is his son. Yeah. So we see this guy, his eyes, like it's just red all around his eyes. Yeah. He stumbles out of the gas station. At this point, they know there's something wrong with these trucks. And he's like, I'm going to, I have to go find my kid. And he's yelling at everyone. Nobody can stop him. Mm -hmm. Nobody can stop him. And he's instantly run over by this truck. Yeah. Just instantly. Not instantly. The boss man tries to stop him at first. This is where we right. see what a jerky is because he's like, if you leave now, you're not getting paid for the day or like, don't come does, back. I think he tells he him. He does tell him. He's like, if you're leaving, you got you to punch yeah. out. And it's like, yeah, this is not the time for that kind of nonsense. No. Um, I think it's Estevez that threatens the boss and is like, if I'll knock your teeth out if you stop him from like leaving. After this guy, because I had to write this line down. It's great. After this guy who goes out to look for his kid, he's run over by a truck. Yeah. The trucks then start messing with this Bible salesman car. Oh, yeah, They're yeah, like yeah. smashing into it. And yeah. the Bible salesman is sitting in a booth talking to one guy, and the waitress is sitting next to him. He looks, he's, he's trying to sell them Bibles. Oh, yeah, and yeah. 
this is interrupted when he looks outside and he goes, son of a bitch. And then he pushes the waitress and goes, out of my way, bitch. <laughs> yeah, because his car, his prize Cadillac gets messed up by the Very funny. His reaction, trucks. just yeah. shoving this waitress, running yeah. outside. And then I found this. I know this was played for laughs. I didn't laugh. When they. I just found it perplexing when he is hit by a truck. Yeah. And knocked out of his shoes. Oh, yeah, yeah. As though he were hit by a truck going, I don't know, 150 miles an hour? No, this no. truck is barely backing into him. Yeah. And he flies, like, over a guardrail into, like, a ravine or yeah. or a, where runoff from this gas station goes. Yeah. And Emilio picks up his shoes, like, look at this. He got knocked right out. <laughs> the girl, the hitchhiker girl that uh was with him is kind of freaked out by his death i don't know why or by his she's very emotional about this creep's death yeah his accident because we find out later he's not really dead um and she's she's got to change her clothes because she smells like him and i don't understand it because i feel like she was a hitchhiker she did know him but then like you said they're kind of dressed alike and it's like how long do you know but whatever she decides to change Mm -hmm. and uh when she does, I think that's another time that her and Emilio kind of get a little Is this when she's really up. sad and, and he's like, if I put my arm around you. Oh, my God. Or is that later? I think that's later. Okay, that's yeah, later. Yeah, that's okay, later when he hugs her all creepy-like. Because okay. she's just, all that's right. later when she's realizing, like, how crazy this all is. Okay. Uh, right now, she's just sad yeah. about the death of this Loon. And this this is the part where oh this is we where the, see the trucks start, start to circle, circle yeah. the gas station. Just yeah, all the trucks are going around. We're back with the newlyweds. They see oh. a huge caravan of trucks driving down the road on the other side. Oh right, right, right. And the opposite going the opposite direction as they are, and they're like, "What the heck is going on? We better stop." There's this gas station, Dixie Boys. They could see it. So they go to go to it, and when they pull up, they see the circling happening by all the trucks that are there, Mm -hmm. and it's like they're like they're on this like truck march around the yeah the the truck stop, and uh, he decides Chad. What'd you say his name is? I'm gonna say Chad. No, his name's Curtis. Curtis, Curtis. Of course it's Curtis. Curtis, you're so annoyed by it. I'm so annoyed. Curtis! This, this is it. Guys, I am out of this movie at this point. Like, yeah. I am done No, yeah, I agree. This is when... And we still have so much more time to go and so much more wandering around Just to dumb. do. Just dumbness. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. And so, he sees a break in the truck. Yes. And he's like, you see that break? We're going to gun it. That's and when we'll go. Yeah. He does a terrible job. He's not good. hit by a truck. The car that these two are in, mm-hmm. neither wearing seatbelts, I did make note of this. You did. Flips. Yeah. <laughs> upside down. Mm-hmm. They should be dead. And they are mildly annoyed She's by She's still yelling, Curtis, Curtis, <laughs> what did you do? Curtis. They should be killed instantly. They're not. We and saw people killed by watermelons at the beginning yeah, of this movie. right. These two just got knocked around by some mm-hmm. trucks in a circle and nothing. Emilio goes out, kind of saves them, right? Yes. Um, kind of helps them out. Um, this is when the shop this is the first owner, instance of a of a the, the rocket cannon. Launcher. Yeah, I called them cannons, but you're right. It's, it's fine. Rocket yeah, launcher. it's all right. This is when the store owner or the the boss man 
starts firing these rocket launchers at the yes. trucks. Um, and he's yipping it up. He's mm-hmm, having a great time mm-hmm. doing it, too. And then he's got this, like, chubby, uh, like, assistant guy that oh, seems... Oh, that big doofus? Yeah, yeah, that later is, like, taking a shit, and Emilio Estevez is there <laughs> questioning him. It's so disturbing. We have to watch yeah. this scene with fart noises and everything. <laughs> yeah, terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. This is now after... Okay, after Emilio saves this couple... Right. And the boss shoots his first weapon into the air. This is when Emilio gives the girl some kind of weird what hug. Is, what is she doing? She has a suitcase open, and there's a large framed 8x10 photo of some boy, and it's black and white, and she's staring longingly at this, and I, it's never explained. What about all that? He's got all these nudie pictures above his bed, <laughs> and they curl up together, and it's like literally like filthy pictures above. It's not just like, <laughs> oh, like Sports Illustrated. <laughs> it's like... It, it, this is like where a serial killer lives. Yeah. Me, like, and, and I just needed a line for him to go... Or for her to say something like, can we use this? And he's like, well, it's my boss's office, but let's yeah, yeah, yeah. put it in the clear. But he seems like a total creep now. Yeah, yeah, because this is his sleeping quarters. Oh, yeah, this is why I, when I questioned why they put him with tall women. Remember in St. Louis Fire, they paired him with Andy McDowell. Oh, yeah, She's like did. eight feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't know that she's eight feet tall. She's a big woman, though. She's a tall woman. He is a little man. It's just... It just is. That's where Apple boxes. And this is when he interrogates the guy in the bathroom. Oh yeah. Fart noises about where did he get where those. to get the ammo? Yeah. Yes. And the guy says, "Hey, there's a lot of stuff in the basement." Right. Right. So he's got the goods on where to find more of the yeah. ammo if things are to go awry, which of course right. they're going to. And um, he does go down to the basement to kind of check mm-hmm. out what's down there, and the boss guy finds him down there. Right. And isn't this when the hitchhiker and Estevez kind of bond over the fact that he's a criminal because Estevez, oh, we don't know yeah, what he did. What did he do? I don't know. The boss kind of, I didn't He really... robbed a bank or, or something like that. And all this while he's a criminal, but to insult him, this boss keeps calling him a college boy. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. College boys were smarter. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Emilio Estevez and this woman, they bond and, and they both, you know, go against the boss of this, and Emilio pulls a gun on him at one point. Yeah, and the yeah, boss yeah. Is like, well, okay, hey, you're the boss now, I guess. And right, right. Crisis averted. Time for sex in your creepy, filthy room, <laughs> <you> pervert. <laughs> time for sex. In your... Oh. In the meantime, our baseball player, who has now seen a plane mm-hmm. flying itself, um, <laughs> And it's yep. like, I think his reaction are is, affected. holy crow. And it's amazing because the planes, which can come down from the air and like crash into things. Sure. And yeah. They, it's the trucks that are the most aggressive, at least The trucks here. are the most dangerous yeah. things. Although mm-hmm. we did see household appliances that apparently murdered everyone in this neighborhood. Oh, yeah, yeah. This kid true. doesn't see a single living human being. Well, I love it. He doesn't try to help any of them either, even if they are alive. Until well, I think he they're finds... already dead. But it's not like he's even, like, going to check, you he's know? He's not even knocking on doors or anything like that. You assume these are houses where he Where his lives. neighborhood that he lives, yeah. yeah. He knows the people. He mm-hmm. knows the other kids. Mm-hmm. He's seen, like, five dead people. That can't be everyone. No, and he doesn't want to research it anymore, which no. I don't know that I blame him. But later, when he runs into the Bible guy, 
Why well, he tries to help him, I don't know. Can we talk about when Emilio Estevez makes love like, like a hero? Licks the oh. sweat off of her forehead. Oh yeah, what? Did you, what? Yeah, oh, it's I did so see that. Gross. Because he doesn't lick that. it off of her forehead, he wipes it off with his finger and then licks his <laughs> own finger. It is so disgusting. Yeah, but he's just gross, I guess. I it's know. so gross. It's disturbing. They are disturbing. She confesses to him though that they. She thinks this is the comet. This is what she's thinking is the comet. There's this weird trippy green. Sky sunset that happens. That's wonderful like not special normal. effect by yeah. the way, Stephen King. How much did you pay for this? Yeah, yeah, right. Oh yeah, and then what is it they eat? They have a little moment. So she tells them I don't know. it's green <laughs> sunset, and they're having this like post sex moment where they're talking about the comet, and they're eating like they just look like little tasty like cakes a cream or cheese tasty cake or something. Like it's all. It did look like <laughs> two tiny cheesecakes or something that they were holding. I don't know why they chose to eat anything yeah. and why it's this, Ugh. but they plan. Yeah, one of Emilio's many plans in this movie. Yes. I love his plan when he's like, I got a plan, and he throws a grenade, and that was his entire <laughs> that plan. That was the plan. They have a plan to escape this whole mess, and uh, I don't even know what their plan was. No, his plan is there's an island off the coast, oh, just that's a few right. miles off the coast. No vehicles are allowed there, so let's steal a boat? And go there. That's what it is, yeah. How do they even steal a boat? You need keys. Like, how do they take a boat? I don't know, but they bring a lot of people on that boat in the end. The world is going tits up. That's the quote here. The world is going tits up. And the waitress goes nuts for the first time. Is she, first of all, is she drinking a 40? I think she is. (laughs) I think she is. Because she breaks that bottle and it is quite the hefty bottle in her hand. She starts to scream at the truck. It's so great. And this comes out of nowhere. It's not like she's having a conversation like, I can't believe it. She just has a freak out. And she starts screaming, we made you. (laughs) You can't do this. We made you. And I'm so glad I had the subtitles on. She says, you pukey things. She calls the trucks pukey things. And she wanders outside and has to be dragged back in. Yeah, like, take it easy. By some patrons so she doesn't get killed. Yeah. But I guess she's all hammered. I don't know. Her performance is it's the best. out of place in a movie it's like the this. the best in this. But I wanted everyone to act yeah, like agree. this. If everyone from Emilio to that little kid acted like this, this would be a, such a better movie. Much more enjoyable. I agree. I agree. She's angry. She's yelling at them. She goes inside. And now all the lights, they, they cut the electricity, right? Right. They're in charge. Horns start honking and the lights go out. Mm-hmm. And now this brave waitress who was just like screaming at the trucks is like freaking out. She's like, I'm really oh, scared she, now. She's so scared <laughs> of the dark. She's like, oh, no, not the lights. Oh, no, the dark. <laughs> the, this is when the newlyweds are all giggly at, at a table. Like shit is about to go down. And they're like, <laughs> Like giggling with each other, and um, <laughs> and this is also when they hear the Bible salesman who has come to. <laughs> he starts screaming from his dream. He's making ditch. terrible moans it's not and even screams. Yet. No, yeah, from from his ditch, and they're like, "What is that noise?" Like, oh, it's that guy who's not dead. 
And this is when the shit gets really, really stupid because the um, newlywed decides that he can't listen to him moan like that, right? Isn't it the newlywed guy that's like, well, I can't listen to this. So decides that he's going to go out there. He's going to volunteer with Estevez because Estevez is our hero. He has to go out. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. And I guess he needs some help. So, yes, this guy volunteers to go out with him. Lisa Simpson, not happy about it at all. No. <laughs> no. But he's like, if that was me out there, you'd want somebody to go get me. But he's the – I don't understand this because he's the creepy Bible salesman guy who's been trying to make a move, like has been mm-hmm. gross to this hitchhiker that he's with, cares clearly more about his car than he does the Bible. Like he's just – why are we no, trying to save this dude? No. Jamie, motivations don't make any sense in this because, like you said, the hitchhiker is broken up to pieces about this <laughs> weird guy who just, she thought he was dead. I can only imagine she's like, Emilio Estevez, you have to go save that great She man is. She does something. kind of look at him like, you're right. You're going to do this yeah. because it's going to help and it's what you it, do. It's so weird. It doesn't make any sense no. why they would go save him. But they do. It's just to give them something to do in this movie. That's what this movie is. Yeah, because otherwise they're just watching the trucks drive circles. (laughs) Right. Otherwise they're just sitting in this diner watching trucks drive in a circle. (laughs) It's almost as though King got to this part in the script and went, well, I don't know what the hell to do. What am I, like, 100 pages in? 10? Oh, no. I don't know what to do now. It's crazy, but they go to the showers. They realize they can get into the drain. Yeah. So Emilio and Curtis go down. They go into the shower area, and they go down one of the big drains or whatever, one of the big pipes. Into the sewage, basically. Like, it's gross. They're like, how many people peed and pooped here? There's rats. This really stinks. This Curtis guy is cracking jokes the whole time. Mm -hmm. They see a rat in Emilio Estevez, I assume. A friend is coming your way. I'm sending a friend your way. Oh, they are having a great time. They finally emerge into the drainage area. Yeah. And as they do, this kid that we saw from earlier. Oh, yeah, the baseball kid. Uh He's just crawling around. And this Bible salesman is now like a mud person. Like he emerges from the mud. Grabs him. Grabs the baseball kid. Yeah. He's talking like a zombie. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Well, I love it because then he falls over. Yeah. And instantly Emilio Estevez shows up and the kid's like, what about that guy? And Emilio looks up and goes, I don't know, he's dead. Let's go. Let's go. And so they got, really, they went through the, sh- the, the drainage to get this yes. baseball kid. Everybody knows this baseball kid kind of because it's his dad that also right. has passed. And the kid does ask about his dad. Has passed. And the- That's such a kind way to say <laughs> this man sprayed gas in his own eyes and then was run over by a truck. I mean, this is what happens in your maximum overdrive. Although, you're saying that because probably that's the way you would tell this kid that his not, not dad the- was killed. Mm-hmm. Not like the creepy, terrible owner of this. No, the jerky boss guy. Right. Yeah, his reaction is like i forget even what he says to him but it's more like yeah dad's gone it's basically like yeah your dad's dead kid yeah you know you need to get over it yeah right (laughs) get over and this owner of this i think his name is bubba but he calls everybody bubba too yeah yeah so it's i I was so confused because he kept calling people bubba and i went wait is that he can't have like all these employees named bubba 
And then somebody refers to him as Bubba, so I didn't know who was Bubba. It was Bubba, just a blanket term for all the characters. Right. I think I if think we looked was. at the, yeah. The actor was probably like, I'm not memorizing these names. Yeah, we're just Bubba. We'll just call everyone by the same name. Mm-hmm. Now, the kid that plays baseball is probably like like 12 or 13 years old, sure. right? yes. After he finds out his dad dies, I guess it's a little traumatic for him because he's sitting in the truck stop blowing bubbles. He's got some bubbles and... <laughs> Yes, this is when they all kind of go to sleep or whatever. Yeah. Like we just see a little downtime. Most downtime. of them are just drunk sleeping. Like yeah, they've basically passed out. Yeah, all of our no-name characters, all these truckers in here, we never meet them. No. They have no personalities. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. There's nothing, but there's no. a lot of them. Yeah, there's a, a, a at least a yeah. dozen, right? I would say. And and this is morning. It's morning now when the kids blowing bubbles and yeah. all the trucks outside stop. Mm-hmm. And also, I love how a bulldozer comes out of nowhere to clean up all the destroyed Oh, trucks. yeah, yeah. They just, like, clear They're them out neat. of the way. They're neat killers is what they, they are. They, they like are. to keep it tidy. Then there's a truck with a machine gun that like wasn't always Jeep. there. Yeah, yeah. Although it doesn't look like a Jeep. It looks like... Like a golf cart or something? Like, no. Yeah, did you ever go to a, did you ever go to a nursery? Or not a baby nursery, but a plant like nursery? Like a plant nursery, yeah. And they have those wagons. Yeah, yeah. You can like, that's what it looks like. It looks like yeah. one of those wagons with seats in the front and just like a mounted machine gun. Yeah. And that has arrived now. Right. Um, the waitress goes crazy once again. <sighs> we made you. That's all she could say. We <laughs> made. I feel like she's a mom that's upset with her teenage son. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like. You haven't gotten there yet with your daughters, but I'm sure when they're teenagers, they're going to have these moments of, like, disobeying you or, like, ah, and you're going to be like, I made you. You are, you have to listen to me because I'm, this, yeah, yeah, this woman's, this woman's one step away from, like, we brought you into this world, we can take you out. So, but this time it doesn't go as well. No, because the machine gun just mows down Anyone who happened to be standing yeah. in Including this Including Bossman. Doesn't diamond. Bossman go down now or not yet? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he does get killed. He's one of the, I don't know. Like well, he comes out with some killed. weapons to, to show them out. Right, and yes. It doesn't work out well for any of them. No. Um, yeah. And so, this is when after after the machine gun shoots the boss, it growls at them. Yes, with the <laughs> growl. The sassy waitress has had enough. She picks up a rocket launcher, goes out continues yelling at these machines and is shot but then as she's shot she accidentally shoots and blows up a truck oh yeah it's a good way to go down though it is pretty good yeah now the trucks besides the growling the angry Mm -hmm. the murder now they start beeping their horn in a Morse code. Yeah, and how do they know it's a Morse code? This twelve-year-old's like, oh, did he was an Eagle Scout. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> I'm an Eagle Scout. I just got my Morse code badge. Right. And he he reads what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And they want fuel. They're hungry. Yeah, it's like <laughs> feed me, feed us. Oh, We're so hungry. My God. Oh God, what? <laughs> Who is relaying is, again, not to spoil the ending, but, like, uh, so the aliens, are the aliens controlling well, these trucks? Well, I guess in the end. Individually, like, are the aliens, like, those trucks down there at their gas station, 
they need gas. So uh, maybe we could like Morse, Morse code co- this shit in or <laughs> what is happening? Well, they have to do it. They decide they're pissed about it. What do you mean we're gonna fuck fuel them up so they can? Burr, 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 burr. This is kind of this is the, the lamest part of the movie, but ridiculous. also the funniest yeah. part of them. There is a fueling montage in this movie. <laughs> I guess you texted montage, that to me. Yeah, where you're like they are exhausted because so they have hot to out, keep pumping so gas. hot out, and there's so much gas to pump, and the trucks are never ending, and they need so much gas. And oh. everyone's pitching in. And it- Emilio even makes a joke about how are they going to pay. I hope they brought their, not MasterCards, oh, oh, Discover yeah, Cards. yeah, yeah. That makes the, it a very 80s movie when yeah. he says Discover yeah. Cards. Oh, my God. How tired they are because of how hot it is. He talks to the Green Goblin truck. Talks to it. Yeah. And and all of them talk to these trucks yeah. as they're filling Yeah, because up. they're mad at them and they want them to yeah. know. They're not going quietly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the hitchhiker, she's oh, yeah, the one she's, she's like, I hope you choke on it. Yeah. It is so silly. Like, I can't even explain how silly and boring this part of the movie is. Well, we're meant to think, I guess, that Emilio did the most fueling. Because he is the one that is so beat after it. Like, she's wiping his head like he was just at war. Like, she's got a cold cloth, right? She's literally, at one point, she's literally standing next to a truck, putting gas in it. She looks like she is malnourished (laughs) and has not had anything to drink in about five days. And a guy comes out and he's like, it's okay. I'll take over from here. I'm like, how many days have gone? This is the same day, right? Like, it's just three hours later. Right, exactly. You really haven't been feeling... (laughs) that long and what have you guys been doing otherwise you've just been sitting in the and the trucks were nice they left the ac on for you guys for a while if it is that hot like you've had the fans running in there and now a couple hours of some hard labor and it's not even like they're digging the hole where the gas is coming out of like it's a gas pump so they're pushing a. it's a gas pump their hands are probably cramped and tired but that's about about it oh my god and also They run out of gas. The oh, gas yeah. station runs out well, of gas. Well, there's only so much. There's a lot of trucks. So suddenly, a gas truck pulls up. <laughs> and maybe of this like movie is bike. pushed around mm-hmm. by a truck. Mm-hmm. It, like, bumps him. And, and he's, like, in a shoving match with the truck. Yeah, with the truck. It's ridiculous. It's and it makes ridiculous. him refuel the gas station so they can keep filling these tr- It's Oh, my God. It was so difficult to watch. And how much gas did the trucks waste just by doing the circles around them? Yeah, like, and is what that is what they're that... going to keep doing when they're done? <laughs> You're just wasting time. Like, we, we soon see them, like, crash into the place. But that was my thought. Like, why don't they, they just crash into this place? Yeah. And why are they trying to save all these? Like, why yeah. are these people... And also, aren't there enough machines in this diner for the machines in the diner to kill them? Like, can't that cigarette machine, like, I would love just to take see over. Where it, like, walks through the door <laughs> and just runs over, like, electrocutes more people. Right? Or why isn't anyone else trying to go in the arcade room? Because that shit was fucked up if you went in there. Right. Oh, it's they just, just, like, closed the door and went, yeah. oh, we shouldn't go in there anymore. Don't go in there anymore. Mm-mm. It's bad news. And, again, there's a whole kitchen in here. Just the electric knife is the thing that got crazy. Yes. Nothing else. Emilio Estevez, this is the point where he goes, I got a plan to this guy. 
and he takes the machine gun and slaps it to spin it around and then he throws a grenade in the truck and blows it up that's his thing is he's gonna slap the gun and just right so their firepower is gone so everybody's in this diner and now the trucks decide hey let's all crash into this to kill them Everyone sneaks out through the drain pipe. Everyone. And they watch. They, they watch. Like, every Everyone. one of them escapes. Uh-huh. And they all watch from across the street. And they're like, they're yep. really destroying everything. They run They run away. It's nighttime now. Yeah. And they all just run down the road. They just run down the road. They're mm-hmm. heading to the marina so mm-hmm. they can get in a boat and go to this island. Mm-hmm. And they go to a fast food restaurant. Mm. And... The call box, like, starts yelling, like, humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's so stupid. Yeah, that's right. And I love how the kid, as vengeance for his dead father, he shoots a fast food call box. Yep, (laughs) It's for my dad. And you're right, they do. They blow up an ice cream truck. Mm -hmm. The ice cream truck from the beginning of this movie. They get to the marina. The Green Goblin truck shows up. Kills someone named Brad. Whoever Brad is, I don't know either. Was he the me. one who was stealing the ring off of a dead woman earlier? Oh, yes. Did you see that yeah. gaudy ring? Yeah. And I was like, don't steal it. That's clearly fake. She And why was she hanging out the car like that? Like, what happened to her? Just hanging <laughs> out of this crummy car with a ring. With a huge... It looked like a ring pop. It looked like a ring pop. It was so fake. <laughs> And he steals it so we know he's a creep, so yeah. we don't mind when he's killed. And is that what we're movie. supposed to think is the truck is only killing creeps? But then why did he kill the dad? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know, know that the whole neighborhood is made up of terrible people. Exactly. <laughs> but there's a quick showdown, mm-hmm. and the Green Goblin truck is finally destroyed. Adios, motherfucker. They all get on a boat, <laughs> and they sail away. All of them. I guess to this island. And then we have on-screen text. <laughs> and I wrote it down. Did you write it down? I just wrote UFO and Russia. Please. The on-screen text. Remember, folks, this movie was written and directed by a very famous writer. Yeah, yeah. The on-screen text says, two days after, a large UFO was destroyed in space by a Russian, in quotes, weather satellite. <laughs> Which happened to be equipped with laser cannons and class 4 nuclear missiles. Approximately six days later, the Earth passed beyond the tail of Rhea M. Exactly as predicted, the survivors of the Dixie Boy are still survivors. And there we have it. That's the end. That's the end yep. of Maximum Overdrive. Well, Jamie, I think I made my thoughts on this very clear. This movie is terrible. Yeah, it was not good. People should not watch it. Like, it's not even a so bad it's good. No. It is boring. It is a boring movie. Yeah, I wasn't into it. I have to agree. It left me, like, not not fun, not funny, not scary, for sure. Not. And I was surprised. And, And at the end of all of this, at the end of October, I'm sure we'll go and we'll do, like, a little... We'll wrap it up with a little King retrospective, but so far we've seen Cat's Eye, Silver Bullet, and this. And those other two were so I agree. I agree. Now, I'm sure, and I'm excited to hear from because I'm sure there's people that are fans of this movie. I watched it with my husband. He loved it when Uh he was a kid, and he was like, that was a great movie. I'm like, no, it wasn't. It wasn't great. (laughs) I 
I disagree. And now we're getting divorced. At the end of this movie, <laughs> it was like, that was Yeah. Crazy. He was like, oh, it's oh just, he was like, uh, cause he kind of felt like, like what you ended up feeling. He was like, well, I watched it as a kid. I'm probably not going to like it now. It's probably going to be kind of, and, uh, he was ready to do, you know, his work and, and he was into it. And the whole time he's like, you see why it's so good? Do you see why? I'm like, no, no, I don't. Wow. It's terrible. But I don't know if he meant good as in like it brought him back to like a good place. You know, sometimes movies could do that. For me, I had never seen it before. I don't ever need to see it again. Um, oh, can I just do, can I just do one quick, one final fact that I thought was please. so great after our last movie? Yeah. Fun fact, Please. Mr. Gary Busey was interested, very interested in starring uh, in this Would have made a whole different, if we had Busey instead of Estevez, I heard Estevez. Busey running around crazy in this right? movie? Right? Yes. Yelling at Please. trucks? I want that. Yeah. You know what? If you want Estevez in it, give him Curtis's role. He yes, exactly. Curtis. That's fine. Busey and Curtis. Yeah. And Estevez running around in the yep. sewer, I'd watch that. Absolutely. Absolutely. But you're right. The Curtis character kind of brought it down. The women mm-hmm. in it, the the love interest hitchhiker girl kind of fell flat overall. There was nothing. Oh, yeah. The Lisa Simpson just screamed throughout it. So there was nothing yep. really. It, the, the waitress was the best part, but she was kind of loony. Um, the, the kid, yeah. this was his breakthrough role. The, this was his first role that the baseball kid. And I guess Did he, he do anything? Uh, I mean, uh, I don't, do you know? Mm, Did you? Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. No. Nothing. I think he, I, I was just curious. No, yeah. Nothing like, okay. cause I look through a couple of the actors to say, okay, maybe I'll get a recommendation right. off of theirs. My recommendation is to watch the brave little toaster. It's another movie. Wait, what? Watch the, <laughs> oh, the cartoon. Oh, it's also from the eighties, though. But the Brave Little Toaster. It's another movie where um, appliances, electronics, kind of go a little crazy, but oh. for different reasons. And it's an adorable film. And it is an eighties movie, so I don't like to recommend eighties movies since we do an eighties movies podcast. And maybe we would watch the Brave Little Toaster sometime in our. Um, I'll watch that. Sure. <laughs> I never even saw it before. It's adorable. I've never seen it. It's an adorable cartoon, and um, it's the opposite of Maximum Overdrive, but I would have rather watch that than this. <laughs> what a great <laughs> recommendation. Was yours some sort of obscure, like, Russian movie about, like, uh, no, not, <laughs> model? Not quite. Okay. Close. Close. I know that at one point on this show, I have I recommended a movie called Wages of Fear. Oh. Mm-hmm. about a bunch of guys who have to drive trucks around and I think the trucks are filled with nitroglycerin or something. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm going to recommend the remake of that movie, which is from 77, and it's called Sorcerer. Oh. Again, it's about trucks. It's Roy Scheider's in it and a group of guys in South America. They have to drive these trucks full of dynamite okay. to a certain location, but like the dynamite is leaking oh dangerous dangerous, yeah they can't hit bumps and they realize they have to drive it like through the jungle and it's a movie where like people are just driving trucks literally driving trucks (laughs) and it's 
so much more intense than this movie. <laughs> oh, like the trucks are trying not. to kill them, but I never thought I'd be on the edge of my seat watching a tire try and go over <laughs> a stump. But this movie is such a good movie. So watch much that better. instead instead of, of Maximum yeah. Overdrive. All right. Oh. So there's better movies out there than this one. Is what we're trying to say. Most movies out there and are I didn't, better than this one. I clearly didn't enjoy it because I didn't catch even there is a titular line in here, and I didn't ever catch I, it. I didn't yeah, write it down. I I believe I you that, that someone said it because but, I'm like, oh, you know what, Jamie's got this. No, Don't worry I about think because <laughs> I was like you, and again, it's a bummer because the first what is it, 15, 20 minutes, like you said, until the yeah. the baseball scene. I was like, all right, what is this? This seems sure. like something. You know, there's yeah. the bridge thing and. And then it just went downhill, and I was like, when is this over? When is this fucking over? <laughs> All right, so let's move on. All right. Let's move on, let's shall do we? It. Let's move on to the scariest of months oh. the October month. October. Where, where, for better or worse, I mean, I think we're two of three with these Stephen King movies. So, yeah. you know, it's not we're, a bad average. We're going to hit it hard now, though, with it, yeah. And as you know, I threw this poll out there mm-hmm. on Twitter. Twitter poll. And it was a tie. We're <laughs> in a dead a tie, heat? Jamie. Really? It was a dead tie. So what do we do? So then I took it and I put the same poll on Facebook just to break the tie. Uh-huh. And we are going to do, speaking of Cat's Eye, we're going to do another anthology. Ooh. Five stories in this one. Five stories. I can't even. And it's a little movie called Creep Show. Creep Show. Coming soon. Jolting tales of horror. Creep Show. From the author of Carrie, The Shining, and Cujo. Creator of Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead, you'll scream at ghastly ghouls, cringe at weird kids, and shiver at the doings of evil doctors. This is going to be extremely painful, Mr. Verrill. Creep show will grab you, grow on you, and give you the creeps. No, this is going to be an entirely new experience. Creep show, the most fun you'll ever have being scared. Based on a comic, okay. and it looks, from what I remember, very comic-y, like, like oh. crazy lighting and sort of heightened situations. Okay. And I believe that, and and I don't want to speak to all the people that voted for The Shining, because Creepshow and The Shining were tied. Oh. But I think for what we do on this show, Creepshow is a much better choice right. it's for It's better. Us. Yeah, The Shining yes. is one of those, like, it's The Shining. I mean, I'll do a Kubrick movie, fine, yeah. and and I'm sure we'd have a lot of fun with it, but it's a pretty heavy movie, and it's been talked about a lot by so people the... way smarter than us, <laughs> so I'll do Creepshow. 
What, because we don't know what a drawbridge is? <laughs> Listen, I think we figured out what a drawbridge is. Yeah, like in front of a castle. <laughs> like, I'm sure that's what it's called. It right? is called it that. That's called why it's drawbridge. weird that we're questioning it. I know. Like, there's not another name I'm not thinking of, right? <laughs> but it does sound very medieval. Like, yeah. It's... Lower the drawbridge. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Everybody, All right. <laughs> we will talk to you again in two weeks. In the yeah. meantime, watch Creep Show. Ted Danson, Ted Leslie Danson. Nielsen. What? Yeah. This I think it's our first Leslie Nielsen. We've seen Danson before. Well, yeah, on Three Men and a Baby, three right? Men. I almost, almost said my three dads. <laughs> you wish. You wish they were your three dads. I wish they were my three dads. <laughs> Gutenberg, Selleck, and uh, oh uh, my God. <laughs> Danson? That's, that's oh. powerful dadship right there. <laughs> thank you always to our listeners. Yes, and... thank you so much. And as we said before... Go on to Patreon. Yeah. On the 1st of October, Silver Bullet will be there. And I guarantee there is a point in this where I believe you and I both laugh for nearly two minutes straight. (laughs) (laughs) And it's near the beginning, too. Like, we... It's one of our longest episodes, I think, <laughs> because we wanted, I think we just wanted to keep talking about the movie. It's so good. It was, I don't it, think we wanted the conversation to end. Such a different feeling. Like, after this movie, I'm like, yeah, Maximum Overdrive. Burr, yeah. Burr. After that movie, I was like, let's watch it again. Let's like, just, just see yeah, what we just... missed, because maybe there was something. <laughs> I want Gary Busey to be in every movie we talk about from now on. <laughs> I I know without a doubt he's not in Creep Show, but I hope he is. <laughs> Would have made such a difference if he was in this. I'm not even going to do my Gary Busey impression right now for people. No, you have to pay hold back. For that. Yeah, you should hold back. You have on to that. pay yeah. for that, and it's worth it. Just the confusion it caused in you, not understanding <laughs> if that's Gary Busey or I think. What did you Jody say? Jodie Foster. My Gary Busey sounds just like Jodie Foster. So for that reason alone, go on to patreon.com slash good times great movies. You're going to want to know about it. Right? And right. you get all the back episodes. Yeah. You get unedited episodes. Of yeah, that. you get to hear the behind the scenes stuff. You want to listen to us check on our dogs? We did it twice during this episode. <laughs> all right, everybody. We will talk to you in two weeks. See you later. Bye. She was a fast machine. She an angry waitress by the way she was <laughs> angry and just unhinged <laughs>
Just <laughs> her thought to, I'm going to go out and yell down these machines <laughs> was not smart. <laughs>